0: Well, we don't have a secret handshake, but we certainly have a secret individual coming over here. Um, welcome to Breakfast with the Broker. Every Tuesday, I mean every Thursday at 9 a.m.? No, just uh, usually on Tuesday, Thursday, we have a special edition. And the reason why we did this Thursday is because, well, every uh, 10 seconds, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Scott Gottlieb over here with Scott Gottlieb CPA, who is uh, a, uh, a CPA for New York and Florida, or in New York and Florida, he, uh, he said, you know what? Every 10 seconds, they change the options and the alternatives and all different things and the guidelines and restrictions. So we're here to answer some of the questions, and it certainly isn't me answering them. It's going to be uh, Scott Gottlieb. Scott, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for having me, Dave.
1: I appreciate the opportunity to be here.
0: It's, uh, you know, uh, wow, what a what, what a landscape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I walk in, and, uh, and, and Scott's in the car, and I'm like, why is he in the car for so long? So he comes in. He says, "Well, I'll listen to CNBC just in case things changed before I came in here."
1: <laughs> and of course, they well, they they, they came up with a, some millions, uh, new, you know, new funding or whatever, with no details. Right, of course. <laughs> sort of, what do you need details? <laughs> it's another two trillion dollars that you know we're going to spend, but we don't know how we're going to spend it. You
0: know, they, they're still pretty money. So uh, you know. You know, most of our viewership are, are realtors, they're uh, independent contractors, uh, whether they have an LLC, a PA, or, S, you know, or uh, to be an S-corp or so, um, and, you know, obviously their income has gone, you know, way down. And since uh, this has started, you know, you know, what are some of the SBA options, if you could just maybe explain some of the SBA options, and maybe who you believe
1: um, is eligible to for it? So, we've been taking seminars. Yes, Wait, you know what? We forgot. Hold, hold on one second. We forgot our mics.
0: We forgot our mics. We forgot our mics.
1: You mean nobody okay. heard anything you said? No, I no, 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 they did. Guys do, are loud. We're Where's loud. It's the
2: other part. The, in your, in your...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, well, we go.
0: Through. Just in case we, you can, uh, we can't hear as well.
1: So, um. <clears throat> So, I'm sorry, go over the SBA options. So, currently, SBA has been around for a long time. Uh, Prior to this whole thing happening, you could apply for an SBA loan if you were purchasing a building. That was usually, uh, you know, they backed the mortgages for the banks. So, you know, they took most, some of the risk off the banks for, uh, you know, people who have mortgages. Uh, Now they came up with these new plans. Some of them, one is called the Disaster Relief Plan. Uh, Basically, at this point, everybody should apply for. Okay, any business entity should apply for. Now, when you say business entity, does that independent you? contractors any independent contractor whether they have, have a corporation or not? Correct. That's the advice we're giving. Um, but to to this point, it's a ten thousand dollar advance, and uh, at this point, it's been enacted a week and a half, and we haven't had any clients who've actually received. They're $10,000 advance. advance. Plug it in. You just, put, you just put it on like this. Here. That's good. As close to your mouth as possible. Okay. It's probably a little. <laughs> well, I don't want to breathe on it because, uh, you know. Yeah, that's all right. We'll disinfect it.
2: made a good point, honestly.
1: All right. All right, now we're back. <laughs> um. So, you know, relating to the disaster relief, if you go to the SBA's website, it basically takes... 3 minutes you put in your information about your business, your last year's revenue, uh your social security number or your tax ID number and you answer some questions that you've been affected, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and they're going to give you a confirmation number. Where it goes from there, <laughs> nobody knows, okay? But I can tell you I recommended every client uh business client apply for the disaster. Um after that becomes the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program. Okay, everyone's talking about <laughs> it, Scott. Uh, well, it is. It is. It is the hot topic, the hot <laughs> button. Okay. Again, we went to a bunch of seminars uh, from my office last week. They're given every day. The rules have changed. The form has changed in the last week. Uh, my recommendation is you go to the you contact your bank first. Okay, and basically. Let me give you a little background of the PPP, uh, Paycheck Protection Program. The whole idea of the design of it was that you retain your employees so they're not collecting unemployment, okay? Uh, so it, right now they're still collecting unemployment, but it's bogging down the system, so my understanding is people couldn't even, can't even get through to unemployment right now. Or there are lines I saw yesterday in Florida to get into unemployment offices. People can't get through. So the whole idea of this plan was to avoid those people having, you keep them employed. And if you keep them employed, we will loan you the money to make their payroll. And then if you meet certain requirements about their payroll, the government will forgive that loan as a grant and you get to keep the money, okay? But that money has to be used to pay your salaries, your employees. It has to meet a certain criteria, which will be, right now, it's between May 1st and June 30th, that eight-week pay period. Uh, The banks who are facilitating all of these loans will ask for your documentation in subsequent to June 30th, and they will look back to the May 1st to June 30th pay period and to see if you've met the qualifications, which is basically 75% of the loan proceeds. Has to be used towards your payroll, uh, payroll expenses, and a portion of it for rent and for your utilities. So we have a question. Sure.
2: The first loan, the disaster one, is that forgivable up
1: to the tenth of ten, ten, So, as of right now, if you get it, that is forgivable. It is a grant. And then, if you apply for and receive the PPP loan to the extent that you get the PPP loan they will reduce it by the $10,000 that you get from the disaster loan. So the disaster loan is in advance on the PPP so loan.
2: So, I think explain maybe because now we have a question
1: what can we apply for SBA recovery and unemployment. So maybe explain PPP. Well, disaster recovery you I mean applying for disaster recovery and unemployment. Let's 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 the Disaster let's recovery, I would say yes. Okay, because that is not related to the PPP, not related to the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, I'm basically telling my clients, since the pay period doesn't start till May 1st, these people, my clients have put their employees, some of them on furlough, because they have to stay at home anyway, until they know they get the PPP loan. And then if they get the PPP loan, they're going to bring their employees back. That's... But if they don't, then they can't afford to pay them, and then they're going to keep them on on payroll until the economy opens back up. Uh, They're not gonna keep them on payroll, they're gonna keep them on unemployment until the economy uh, opens back up. So my recommendation would be to apply for unemployment pending the PPP consequences. Because right now, uh, the banks are still not up to snuff in collecting all your documentation. So we don't know how fast they're funding. Um, It it could be two, three weeks until anybody gets funding. I mean, you happen to have a circumstance where you heard that people have. I have heard none. Uh, None of my clients have. uh, Accountants that I associate with, none of their clients have. So, and nor has anybody received the disaster loan. Uh, It was started, the program started last Friday, so that was the first day that anybody can apply. My understanding is the only bank that was available to apply was Bank of America as of last week. Kind of everybody started catching up Monday. I actually applied on Monday. Uh, Citibank, I understand, is still not available. And this is just for the PPP. This is just for the PPP. The disaster you- loan is strictly goes directly to the SBA website. Right, so you don't have to go you don't to every bank, or- bank. Correct. Uh, some of the problems that I've seen with this, uh, the whole process is. People don't have bank relationships anymore. Okay, uh, the banks encourage you to do all your banking online. They don't really want you coming into banks. You know, you scan or your your, your, your money is wire transferred Especially to you. Especially coming to banks with masks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So so you know, in this day and age, you don't have a banking relationship. So I have clients who said, oh, okay, I'm at TD, I'm at City. Who do I contact? and they have no contacts there, and I found out to myself, I don't really have contacts at banks. I have contacts at banks through my clients that I've dealt with over the years, but not at my own bank. Right. And that's because I bank, every, everything I do is online. I very rarely walk into a branch. So I don't know, you know people, names, or anything like that. Makes this whole concept a little more difficult. Um, So, you know, people up until uh, all last week were in full stream panic. Who do I, who do I submit my application to? I said, I have to believe that each bank is going to come up with their own set of plans. How to notify you or how do you notify that you're interested in the loan?
0: Yeah, so we were on a mastermind with um, about 10, uh, we do once a month, uh, 10 brokers around the country. And just about, well, everyone applied for it. Uh, however, it looked like uh, two of them. have already received the money, and one was supposed to receive it uh, by the end of the end of the week. Where were they, they? And they were located here in Florida. No, no, really. oh, no, okay. they weren't in Florida. Um, I forget where they're located, but I, I, I can look. Um, so you know. And What was the common denominator? It was that it was a regional bank. Was it wasn't the, the large bank. It's, uh, it seems that the credit unions and the regional banks um, uh, certainly have an opportunity to help some of their best clients um, a little easier than some of the larger banks, where, which
1: are inundated with applications. Up until, I think, Monday, TD Bank wasn't even a registered SBA lender. They had to get recertified. So people were in a full-stream panic over the weekend. They're trying to submit. A lot of people use TD Bank, cheaper bank, you know, less fees from a business standpoint. We're trying to get on their portal and nothing. And then Monday, everybody, they were available. They were ready to start uploading. And I've heard numerous horror stories with every banking about how to upload and what documents to upload and where to upload and how to upload. And, um, and it hasn't, hasn't subsided as of today. Yeah, it's uh, it's
0: crazy, and it's you know, it changes because you know, it's similar or I compare it, you know, somewhat similar to in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, when we had a significant amount of short sales, right, um, and the banks had no idea what they were doing. Uh, there were really no guidelines. It was the wild, wild west. And, you know, um, one day it was this and one day it was that. And, and it kept ever changing until ultimately uh, by the time it ended, they got everything right by then. <laughs> you know, so, so like if you had a short sale yet, uh, last year, you're fine. Like a short sale last year went like, you know, right. relatively quick, but, um, you know, it's very similar because anytime when you get, you know, these large banks, you got to think about the actual, the, the sheer numbers you know, I mean, five hundred seventy. I think five hundred seventy-five thousand applicants just what? between Chase and Bank of America. I mean, that's applications. I mean, sometimes we, you know, we look at numbers and we're like, you know, you know, we, you know, I remember as a kid, like I couldn't even understand what a million dollars was. Like, like now, like we we use a million dollars 000, 000 like like oh millionaire millionaire <laughs> whatever everyone really gets a million. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's crazy how uh, you know everything has changed. So let's talk about from you know a realtor's point of view. So we have ten ninety nine independent contractors, right? We have ten ninety nine independent contractors that um, have an LLC or a PA, whether they're an S corp or not. Uh, and you know, and then we have obviously uh, the sole proprietor, the uh,
1: the C corps or, or the stuff like okay. that. Schedule C's. Yeah. So, but at, all three of them have Schedule C's or not? None. No, no. An okay. S corporation files their own tax return okay. as a PA files their own tax return. A Schedule C, so somebody who does not have the limited liability protection of those that those entities provide, file on a, what is called a Schedule C on their individual tax return. So they don't file a separate entity tax return, be it an LLC. You can be a single owner LLC, and that would go on the same form, Schedule C. Right. So, so you could be a single owner LLC,
0: or... You could not have an LLC or PA or what have you, and just have a regular, you know, 1099 independent contractor, you know,
1: and they're being treated the same. Schedule, the only difference between an independent contractor who's not an LLC and an independent contractor who is a single owner LLC is just that one has limited liability protection and one doesn't. There's no tax consequences. It's filed on the same form on the Schedule C on their individual tax return. So there is no differentiation other than liability protection. There's no inherent tax savings. Mm -hmm. Um, An S corporation is a separate entity filing, okay? So an S corporation is what they call a flow-through entity. All your income and expenses are reported on the corporate tax return of that S corporation. Generally, people are supposed to, or not generally, are supposed to take a salary out of your S corporation. That's called reasonable compensation, Basically, that's undefined in the tax code, reasonable compensation, but we generally will use a, a number that is reasonable for the industry, um, which I don't know that we can pinpoint what that is either, <laughs> since there seems to be a lot of inconsistencies. Um, and then that S corporation will provide a form K-1 to the individual, which will show the profit and loss of their business, and that gets reported on their personal tax return. They will also be issued a W-2, from their S corporation, which will also be reported on the tax term. So the S corporation pays no tax. It's a flow-through entity. All the tax liability is incurred at the individual level. So, uh, you know, PA could be taxed as an S corporation uh, and as a corporation, um, again, same same situation. A corporation pays tax there are, No, there are,
0: there are tax savings for an S corporation versus what
1: a... Well, potentially there are tax savings that you can save on social security depending on what you uh calculate as your salary so if you have a hundred thousand dollar profit for argument sake, at a schedule c level you will pay social security and medicare tax on that hundred thousand now you're the employer and the employee so you pay both halves of social security it comes out to fifteen point three percent okay If you're an S-corporation, you have the same $100,000 profit before salary. Well, now you have to take out a salary. So let's say a reasonable salary for a real estate agent is only $50,000. So now we're only calculating Social Security on the $50,000. So you saved half of the Social Security by being an S-corporation as opposed to a single owner or a Schedule C. So that is... You know what we do, we, we try to figure out what a reasonable compensation is on an S corporate tax return. We have the shareholder take that their, their reasonable compensation so uh, there's not questioned by the IRS and reclassified, and then they report that and they pay into the Social Security Fund. The whole idea is to not avoid paying into the Social Security Fund, but people or entities will form S corporations for the sole purpose of. Avoiding S corporate, uh, as avoiding unemployment, um, unemployment tax, not unemployment, social security taxes. So, um, you uh, you slipped and said unemployment, um, so I'm gonna,
0: (laughs) uh, it's a good segue. Uh, so uh, you know, talking about unemployment, you know, what would your recommendation for real estate agents, uh, should they be, you know, Claiming unemployment, should they be applying to unemployment, disaster relief, and the PPP, and whichever two they get? <laughs> That's
2: what Carla was asking if she could apply to SBA and unemployment.
1: Well, first of all, like I said at the beginning, I would recommend everybody go to the SBA website and, and, and apply for the disaster. Uh, I think it's SBA.gov. Yeah, just Google, yeah. yeah. At this point, it's probably the number one yeah, search on, on Google, but I believe it's SBA.gov, yeah. and then there'll be yeah. disaster and you click through the disaster portion and, you know, you answer the questionnaire, you fill out some information and boom, it's literally took me three or four minutes. I don't, I don't, nobody no, who I've spoken with said it took them anything longer than that. They uh, asked for two numbers. And, and, and if you want to do the PPP, you do have
0: to contact your banker. Now, the bankers are extremely busy right now, so you've got to be relatively patient. Well, you have to go
1: on your bank's website for directions about the portal because you're probably not going to get through to your banker. Right. Okay? So, you have to go to each bank's portal and they have specific guidelines that they are following, which are not consistent with every other bank. So, their forms and their documents that they're requesting may be different from bank, will be different from bank to bank to bank. That has been my experience already. Uh, the document is supposed to be easy to fill out it really is only a two-page document right now uh, that also can be uh, uh, downloaded from the SBA's website Uh, I'm sure all the portals that I've seen also have a link to the form so you can fill it out as a PDF format in a PDF format and uh, be able to upload it Um, you know and they're not asking any other questions i mean they're asking a whole bunch of questions but they're specifically focusing on your monthly payroll or your monthly payroll cost because it's not just your payroll your monthly payroll cost multiply times two and a half percent and then you're supposed to add on one month's worth of rent or two months worth of rent and two months worth of utilities and then submit it to the bank and then the bank is supposed to review it and they're either going to ask for questions or they're going to ask for follow-up documentation, or they're supposed to just give it to you. We don't know.
2: I think everybody's really concerned, like, if they're going to... Like, Susan just asked, is the disaster loan automatically forgiven? Like, they're just hearing, like, free money, you know? Like, is
1: it... As If you read everything on the website, it says it's forgiven. Yeah, it's a grant. It's yeah. a, it's a it's grant. It's not a loan. It's not a loan. No, from what I understand, you can
0: get an additional loan, and, and I could be wrong on this, so you, maybe you can clarify it looked like there's
1: a disaster relief. You could almost get a loan up to fifty thousand. Was that not? Um... I think the loan is actually up to two hundred thousand. I think it's 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 a higher amount. That's uh, that's the seven b. Right. okay, so there's a seven a, which is the PPP right. version of the SBA, and then there's a seven b, which is the disaster, which is a loan, okay. And that will be paid back whatever the terms are. Again, those terms changed also. And just for uh, to to back up to the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, that starts out as a loan. Okay, it is not automatically forgiven. So it only becomes forgiven if you meet the certain criteria. The PPP.
2: The PPP. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not the SBA. They, so the are dis- both, no, SBA. They're both SBA. Oh. So
0: they're they're both SBA, but the disaster relief is it's it's supposed is, to be an advance. It's a ten thousand dollar grant. Gotcha. And you could also apply for the loan, which is a loan. And then you could also apply for PPP, which starts out as a loan, but can be forgiven if you meet the 12 different
1: guidelines then. Yeah, we're right. basically all, all our clients have just gone for the disaster, not going through the disaster loan portion. Right. They're going for the disaster, and then they're going for the PPP. Right. So
2: definitely apply for the disaster. One, that right. yeah,
1: that's what I am told. The yeah. worst case scenario is you get it. And you have to pay it back. The interest rate will be zero, but I can't. I haven't heard anybody who would have to pay that back. It's, so you it sounds take like it. a grant. It, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, everything it says, says it's a grant.
0: It says it's a grant. It says you right. know, um, you know. That's the concern with all this. You know, you know, we're not used to. Um, when you look at it, right, you, you look in the business world. I mean, a lot of these people are, are professionals. You know, they're they're making you know really good money for a very long time and then one day they make no up, and they're not used to applying for governmental assistance. They're, they're not never I, have you, right, <laughs> no reflecting a point either. in my life. Right, me neither. <laughs> so when you're looking at it you're like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Well now I understand that, you know, maybe the incentive not to work <laughs> could be
1: great. Well, well, and, and, and there were. <laughs> Right. Well, well, 600 is the federal add-on to whatever your state. So I think Florida is $275. Yeah. So it's 875 So this is an inherent problem with the PPP loan, okay, because it starts out at a loan. And the whole idea is you have to bring those people back or keep them on payroll. But you may have some people, so Florida is, let's say it's 875 is their unemployment. You may have somebody who you were only paying $500 a week. In order for you to qualify for the loan to convert to a grant, you have to meet a certain payroll. 75% of that money has to be used for payroll and, and, and certain overhead costs. But if your employees choose not to come back because they're making more in unemployment than they are getting paid by their employer, this is an inherent problem that people may lose out on the PPP grant and it may stay as a loan. That's why it starts as a loan. You have to meet the criteria. But
2: doesn't not you only be on unemployment for this? Well, Florida is twelve weeks. weeks.
1: So Florida is twelve weeks or uh, four months. New York is six months. Plus, your you know, ordinarily you would only get your two seventy five from Florida. So it was cost prohibitive to stay on unemployment. Oh, but now now, if you're getting the extra you know two seventy five plus the six hundred dollar add on that the federal government is kicking in. You're getting $875, like I said, if you're making $500 a week, why would you come back so, so quick?
2: So agents fly, file for unemployment and the disaster
1: relief. Uh, so I believe the disa- they would definitely file for the disaster. Right. They would apply for unemployment and they would apply for PPP.
2: Literally
1: just go for it all. So if they don't get unemployment, if they get the PPP, they're gonna come off of unemployment. Okay, they're gonna lose that unemployment. They're, they're supposed to lose that unemployment. Because the PPP is supposed to take place. You don't understand. I understand. My brain is just
2: turning into money. So imagine what (laughs) I've gone (laughs) through for the
1: last two weeks. Crash course. No wonder my
2: accountant hasn't (laughs) emailed
1: me back. You need a new account. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you. I mean, I have clients who are still looking to get their tax returns out the door, even though the extension, you know, is extended the deadline to July 15th. But for the last two and a half weeks. Prior to the signing of this bill, up until literally today, I have been nothing but on the phone relating to these PPP loans. Yeah, and, and quite honestly, it was, it was a little hard, uh, difficult to
0: get Scott because he's uh you know, he's he's helping his clients and he's he's got two businesses, in uh, New
1: York and, and Florida, so uh, Well I know. would have, I would have loved to do it last week, but well, there was uh, if, yeah, exactly. if if we would have had this last week compared to today, right. it We're is another completely one uh, and <laughs> it's very possible you may get another one actually. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the way things are changing
0: and whatever they announced today. You know, um, uh, Scott's an amazing uh, accountant. He's We're gonna give Carly your number because
2: asking be all No,
0: what's uh? She has another question. Yeah,
2: when you apply for Florida unemployment, okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you automatically get the Fed? Is it automatic? I can't get BVP not LLC because she's a student. she doesn't have an LLC or PA.
1: What she is independent. She files a Schedule C. Yeah, she, like she's, she's a, um she's, she's a, she, she files so a Schedule C. If she files a Schedule C on a personal If she's not a W-2 employee, she's not files a W-2 employee a she can a, qualify and apply the, for, the for the PPP. So did, did you hear that? So repeat that again. Okay. If you get a 1099, you have to report that income somewhere. It's, right. So okay? you, there's only two ways. <laughs> right. To, do your you W Correct. Or, or a 1099. 1099. Right? So correct. a 1099 always comes with a Schedule C. Well, no, I mean, you can have a 1099 to a corporation, right? okay, and then you have to do payroll, etc., or you get a 1099 to your Social Security number or, or your own personal tax ID number, but that information, that gross, has to start being reported on a Schedule C. Now, if your 1099 should show $50,000, that's your gross income on your Schedule C. Yes, Schedule C. If at the end of the day, you write off $50,000 worth of expenses, so you're paying... No tax, no social security on your Schedule C, you're not getting PPP right. because it's not based on your gross 1099, it's based on what you're paying tax on. Right. So it's based uh-huh. on your profit, yeah. It's based on your profit of your business. That's so awesome. even if it's twenty thousand dollars, your profit well, you take you twenty thousand divided by twelve, 12, 12 and multiply by it by two, two, and two and a half. half plus a month of rent or not. Uh, well, if you pay rent, you know, right. depending right. on, right. you know, right. I would think most of the yeah, agents don't pay rent, different. right? So, um, you know, but they can add on some of the utilities like their telephone bill, their internet access, things like that. You know, they can add that on. Um, but if you don't show a profit, don't even bother because you're not. Uh, what's the basis for them loaning you the giving you the money? Right. It's supposed to be on. So payroll, it's based on and you your standard profit. profit.
2: But if you don't have an LLC or PA, then you can't apply for the disaster relief.
0: What's that? You
1: could always yeah. apply as long oh. as you're not okay. as long as you're a. Sole proprietorship, self employed individual. You, a W 2 employee, where a W 2 is they pay you gross right. salary, they withhold, your yeah. Tax, yeah. they withhold your taxes from you. Okay. And okay. I can't apply, you right? cannot apply for right. any disaster loan or PPP loan because you're not self employed. You don't hire people. Right. And you're not hiring yourself. You're getting paid by a third party, by, by Dave right. or, or REMAX. You can only qualify for unemployment. If you were unemployed. well, <laughs> you're not unemployed, so <laughs> you don't qualify. I'm one of the lucky ones. So, um, just keep my well, as of the today, paperwork. they just announced seven and a half million applied. So it's crazy. It's the biggest one day uh, so, this week.
2: What information do we have on the stimulus?
1: Plan? <laughs> well, the stimulus. That's one plan. Okay, so that's the twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, if you're an individual making less than seventy five thousand or or, or seventy five thousand to ninety nine thousand dollars. Seventy-five thousand, you will get the full twelve hundred dollars. Up to ninety-nine thousand dollars, that number will be phased out. Uh, so, if you make ninety-nine thousand, you're not going to get anything. If you're a married couple, it's one hundred fifty thousand. So, you will each get twelve hundred dollars. If you have a child, you get five hundred dollars per child. Great. There's only
0: one time that my children. Uh, <laughs> but, I think it, but I think it only maxes out at two children. I don't know if you get for uh, every. Really? Sure I, <laughs> sure, I got to hurry up and get a boy. <laughs> um, so that one I
2: read only if you make more money this year than you did the year that they're basing off your taxes do you have to pay it back?
1: Mm, okay, so this is a question. Okay. If so I have clients who made more money in 2019 than they made on 2018. Right. So the question is they are holding off and filing the 2019 tax return so they get the stimulus. Right. Okay. What's going to happen? Once they file a the 2019 tax return, are they going to have to pay it back because they exceeded the 75000 or the 99000 or, or whatever the thresholds are? We do not know the answer as of right now. Whether they will and, have to pay back any of it or it will and, just be forgiven.
0: I'm, from what I, I, I thought it was based on your 2020,
1: um, well, how does anybody
0: know what your 2020 no, is? so many I mean, people don't. are unemployed. Right, nobody's going to. Very... Very yeah, few are right now. More, right, you know, so more in 2020. I mean, you know, Starbucks will.
1: You know, <laughs> <laughs> the was the against
2: Starbucks. Chick Fil A, I think, yeah. is pretty ship good right is now. Doing, Girl, ship ship is doing if is
1: You <laughs> need a job, go to Ship. Uh, Publix, Walmart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if they can keep food in the, sta- in, in, mm. in the aisles, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, mm. uh, but my understanding is that that twelve hundred dollars is yours to keep if you meet the requirements, but. We don't you know what's gonna happen. happen. So and you should start receiving it next week.
0: So the biggest advice that we can give, or you can give, is for, as a 1099 uh, independent contractor, regardless of whether you have a corporation or not, is to apply for everything. And, and um, you know, if you get the PPP, great. Um, then you'll come off unemployment. If you, get, if you don't get the PPP, you, you potentially will get the unemployment. Um, the other question that we had, and we've been going back and forth, and I spoke to our payroll company, paychecks, and, you know, as you said, the, the information is changing often, you know, and when, we're, when people are applying for this unemployment, the question that has been posed by some of my agents is, well, should I put your EIN number? And, I, you know, and, and when I'm looking at the EIN number for REMAX, you know, it doesn't make any sense. For them to put the EIN number for us, at least in, in my eyes, because I'm trying to wrap my head around how independent contractors get unemployment anyway, because mm-hmm. they they're they not paying into it, but this is one of the things that they actually have come out. So, what Paycheck said uh, was, you know, that, hey, we we should be putting your, if you have a PA or an LLCS corp, you should be putting that EIN number. Mm-hmm. If you um, don't have that and just a Schedule C 1099
1: independent contractor, then you should be putting your social security number. That's what I agree. That That's my agreeing. It, it's supposed to come from a fund based on your income. Uh, this is an anomaly because it used to be that you couldn't collect unemployment if you didn't pay into the fund, but they're making special circumstances because of the circumstances. So they should apply using their entity tax ID number, or if they have this uh, a, 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 a s corporation or a PA, and they should use, in my opinion, their Social Security number when uh, if they don't have a tax ID number. Right, because it, the, the question, and, and I
0: haven't seen the application other than hearing the questions, but the, from what I understand, the question there's a question on there that says, "Are you employed by? You know, are you employed by a Florida corporation?" And yeah, you are employed by a Florida corporation. But it's not
1: necessarily. No, you are not employed. I mean, not employed, I'm sorry. There's a checkbox that says independent. You are providing outside services to an entity. You are not employed by that entity.
0: So, my guess is the people that have already applied um, for unemployment and may have done it relatively incorrectly or whatever, you know, made some mistakes here or there because the application, you really... I mean, I tried to get someone on the phone.
1: You, you just can't. You can't. So it's, not, it's not even I possible. think everybody just should go through the application process, let the let the chips fall the way they may. And, and we'll they, figure then, it and, out. They, I mean, basically, that's the answer. Yeah. That's the answer for these PPP loans. That's the answer for everything out there. Let's just throw money at the problem, and then we will... I mean, which is what they're doing. Another $2 trillion today, $2 trillion last week. Okay, so they're entering for four. They said they would go max to $6 trillion, I think. Um, so let's just throw money at the problem, and we will figure it out after the fact. Once yeah, we get back on our... Tr- like, like, it's unfathomable. Well, I think, like, I think they said our economy is $18 trillion a year. And, yeah. You know, in total, so one-third of our economy.
2: <laughs> we broke the SBA.gov. What's what? that? It's not working. Oh, the SBA, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, we because... broke the
2: internet, guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I, I mean... You know, the disaster loan, we had people applying last week, okay, before, they, before the April 3rd, which is the initiation of the PPP loan, and they were applying even a week before that, right the day the president signed the bill. And then the SBA came out and said, well, anybody who fired, filed immediately, we believe there was a breach of data, okay, and they kind of voided all those applications, and they advise people to reapply. I applied for mine last Wednesday or Thursday. I got a confirmation number. I haven't received any subsequent follow-up, whether I have to reapply again. Um, I, I don't even want to reapply because I'm worried that it'll... I applied for the disaster
0: relief this week, right? Okay. So I think on Monday, maybe. And, um, and I haven't heard anything either. No, so nobody has. You know, mo- mo- most people... I, I've not heard. Now you know it also talks. You know when you talk about this, and and, and you're you have that question you you, know. okay. You're, you're you're so knowledgeable about it, and, and you know. And the great thing about you know trusting a, a professional. Um, like yourself, is that you have some of the answers and some of the direction based on, uh, you know, many hours of uh, being on the phone or Zoom or any of these video calls uh, through these uh, seminars that they're doing. And, you know, this shows the value of a professional, that you need to align yourself with great professionals. If you guys don't have an accountant, and I know I'm giving a plug, but, I mean, if you guys don't have an accountant um, and, and you own a business, uh, you really should think about Scott Gottlieb. He's a he's a phenomenal accountant. Does a lot of uh, work with uh, a lot of businesses in the area, and also is in tune with New York as well. So you know, we kind of are uh, the uh, South New York kind of it's thing. Very transient. You know, uh, my clients go back and forth. So we're, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll post uh, your contact info down below because I, I think uh, you, you have been a wealth of knowledge, and we certainly appreciate it. What was the question?
2: Okay, we've got two. Um, One was, what does the cost of goods sold mean?
1: Okay, so if you're a real estate agent, do you really have cost of goods sold? The answer is probably not. Okay, cost of goods sold is what it costs to generate that revenue. Okay, so... Would it be a cost of a lead? I I guess if you pay, I mean, that's really a selling kind of expense, so So it's not a cost of goods sold. If I go ahead and... Like my tax program that I have to pay for, which is significant, not like a turbo tax where you pay 40 bucks, I pay a lot more money than that. I consider that part of my, I can't generate my revenue without that cost. So again, real estate agents are really not going to have a lot of cost of goods sold. Okay. I don't have a problem if you put like a zero. you're selling a product. You're not selling a product. Right. Okay, you're selling a service. Okay, so advertising is a selling expense. I know a lot of uh, agents pay for advertising. They pay for leads. Those are really, you know, uh, selling expenses. A, I mean, it's a cost of acquisition, though. Could you... Could you break it down or... I don't... It, it's not going to have... It, there's no effect. Okay, okay? Because okay. it's a deductible expense on your Schedule C no matter what. Right. So, whether you call it a cost of sale or a right. cost of goods sold or right. you show it as advertising expenses, um, it's not going to change anything from a tax standpoint. And on a disaster loan, you know, I, a service type business, I don't believe like a, a, an, an agent okay. is not going to have. Okay.
2: So, would you... I'm, we're, we're going to send you guys Scott's number. They're asking, would you put that you're part of a franchise being
0: part of your max? No, they're not part of a they're franchise because they don't own the franchise. Yeah. Correct.
2: And then, um, Carla says, during the unemployment application, if you go to Florida site, do you automatically get enrolled in the federal unemployment as well as like... Okay, so that's
1: not my field of expertise, that's but I assume they are linked applications. together. I one assume one is going to piggyback the other.
2: MLS do that's that's... Uh,
1: dues and subscriptions
2: yeah
1: under dues and subscriptions no. again that's more of a selling expense not <laughs> it's, it's the cost of goods sold i mean it's an accounting could, could you yeah. could you put it as cost it's not going right. it's not going to change anything it's not going to change anything on disaster
0: but all you have to do is look at your 2018 tax return and look Correct. at the cost of goods line item and see whether or not it what that number is whatever that right.
1: number is yeah. that's, that's what you put there. Put and that number better not be more than your your gross <laughs> revenue, because then you're not getting anything. Yeah. We good?
2: Yeah, so far. All
0: right. So, um, guys, uh, we really appreciate. I don't. I think uh, we kind of really covered everything. Uh, you know, um, in summary, I mean, you know, apply for everything. Uh, you know, just in case. Uh, you know, you, listen. You know, we've been hit hard, but we're fortunate, right? You know, um, there are other industries that have been hit hard. There are other people that are are, are suffering more, um, have more pain. And you know I think it's our opportunity to really help the community and, and be together. So if we do are able to get some of this money, I think some you know it would be great to put together a cause uh, to maybe help the restaurant workers, you know to to look out after the medical professionals. Uh, on the front lines to help the EMS and fire and police uh, that are helping us. So, you know, those are things that you really can help as a community um, and help those people that are a little less fortunate than we are. And we, you know, apply for everything uh, and and see what happens, uh, but understand that, you know, there's no such thing as free money. (laughs) you know so everything's gonna come <laughs> out of course, okay? not this so, year but we're right. gonna pay for it down the road right like so out. right
1: whether whether uh, federal taxes go up or uh, corporate taxes go up Florida or F- Florida could in, you know institute a yeah. an individual tax on services know, like like services about. well that's like a sales tax or they can come up with an income tax mm-hmm. you know uh, they used to have an intangible tax they can kind of bring back the intangible tax up mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, you know. Eventually, <laughs>
0: unfortunately, you got to pay the piper. <laughs> Correct. Correct. You so from today, you, to, you know, you're going to pay it back tomorrow. So, but um, we really appreciate you coming on. I know you're busy; your schedule is is crazy right now. And um, I was glad I could pin you down. And uh, I certainly appreciate um, uh, Scott's um, insight and advice. And if you guys have any questions, or you are looking uh, uh, for an accountant. Uh, remember, trust your professional. You better be aligned with someone that isn't a no, someone who is, you know, is, is not the, the, always the old hat. is not the best hat. So sometimes uh, uh, looking at a second opinion may be, uh, may be helpful. So you can contact him. We'll put his contact information below. And uh, Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday uh, at 9 a.m., except for today uh, or you know, this week. So uh, next Tuesday we will have a special guest as well. Thanks so much, Scott. Appreciate thanks, thanks it. I shake your hand, but I can't. So Everybody out there, stay safe. Yeah, so yeah. Cool, please. Please. stay well. Please. <laughs> Social distancing. Thanks.